Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey chickens, uh, welcome back. Uh, I have watched the trailer for the next episode, Wide Blue Yonder. Is it wild or wide? I can never remember. Um, I presume it's Wild Blue Yonder, but you never know. Uh, do we need to look it up? Um, but anyway, there is a trailer online. It didn't It didn't play immediately on the Disney Plus. I was devastated. Um, they very quickly shrank it down and tried to make me watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which I have seen and I did not enjoy. Um, <laughs> if you want to hear how much I didn't enjoy that, uh, I did an episode of the Big Squid podcast with Justin Hamilton and Ben Elwood. Uh, where we went and saw it uh, at a cinema full of uh, crazed Marvel bros who were all very excited about the whole thing. And um, I think two of them had girlfriends, bless them. Um, <laughs> like, seriously, I was like, I've never been in a room with this many men at once. Um, that was not a gay dance party. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it was very strange. Uh, it was uh, quite a, an experience. Anyway, enough about said about that. That's going to happen every week. Uh, who knows? Um, but yeah, it is wild blue yonder. Um, I don't know what I got where I got wide from, like because it's yeah. <laughs> anyway, they are being. There's nothing really in the trailer. The trailer gives us barely anything uh all we know is that donna after saying she got fired from her job for spilling coffee on a computer goes ahead and spills coffee on the tardis the brand new tardis which then catches on fire 
And that's a lot of fire, by the way. Like, I don't think we've ever seen that much fire in the show, have we? Like, in the past, like, it was just someone with a lighter. You know, like one of the... <laughs> Those lighters you use <laughs> to light the stove. <laughs> you know the one on a long stick? That's the one I use to light candle. I'm afraid of fire, so I can't deal with like a small lighter. I have to have the fire as far away from me as possible. I know it's I'm, it's a natural thing to be afraid of fire. It's terrifying. Um, but I'm like really scared. Uh, so, yeah, like, it, like in the old days, Doctor Who was just like someone standing near the camera with the fire. Like, oh, yes, look, there's a fire. Brr, brr, frightened. Um but this was like a lot of actual fire on the TARDIS console. Um, and it was delightful seeing lovely Danny Hargraves, who's been doing the show since 2005 and blowing things up and setting things on fire. But it was lovely to see him set things on fire using something he referred to as witch's fingers, which I feel like is not appropriate language. Um, this is one thing I've been trying to get into is trying not to use gender-specific terms for anything. Um, I mean, if th that's what they call it in the special effects industry, are the, like, little fingers of fire. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I was writing an essay about uh, Penny Wong and realised that the term maiden speech, which is what they used to call the first speech in Parliament for a parliamentarian, and I was looking up, her first speech and it was referred to as first speech in Hansard so it's obviously not called maiden speech officially uh, but that is the the language that's been used for a very long time and it's got like kind of a a gross implication um, in gender terms um, so I try not to use those kind of terms if I can if I can remember you know I'm a 50-something-year-old man. I forget things and I say the wrong thing all the time and I'm happy to be corrected. Please correct me if you've heard me use something offensive <laughs> in this podcast. I love. I would love to find out what the truth is and what I should be saying and what is, you know, the a, a better way to go about things. Like, I'm, I'm always happy to learn new things. Uh, I mean, I'm a uni student. Um, but, yeah, the... <laughs> The, I, I, the, at work the other day, the term grandfathering came up, um, which was about, uh, you know, if, you, if you're if you on a, a mobile phone plan and they change all the plans at your mobile phone company, but you stay on the old plan because that's where you signed up for and, you know, that you don't want to go on whatever the new one is. They call that grandfathering. Um, and I was like, so it turned up in something at work. I think it was a question about, was it, oh, maybe about geocaching? I can't remember. It was about something. The term grandfathering came up and I was like, oh, it feels like a gender specific term. Is there a more neutral way of saying it? Like, you know, they don't even refer to um, uh, ocean going vessels uh, as a gender anymore. Like they're, it's an it uh, because it's an, anim an, an inanimate object. Um, <laughs> so it doesn't need to have a gender. Like, whereas in the past, ships used to all be she, um, but now they're its. Uh, but yeah, so I was like, well, is there a gender neutral term for grandfathering? And I looked it up and apparently the term grandfathering comes from the United States uh, just after the Civil War. Uh, so it was used, oh, this is so problematic. Um, so when the slaves were emancipated and given freedom, uh, certain jurisdictions in America didn't want them voting 
Uh, so they created laws, and this, I mean, these kind of laws still are in effect today. Um, they created laws where if you were illiterate, you couldn't register to vote. Uh, so, of course, you know, people who had been kept chained up on plantations, not allowed to leave, uh, not being paid, of course were not educated. Like, they weren't, that wasn't part of, you know, what they were there for. Um, the slave owners didn't want them to know anything. So, of course, they were illiterate. Uh, so, it was a very easy way for people to stop them from participating in democracy. Uh, it's a very horrific page of history. But what where grandfathering comes in is that some white people were also illiterate. Um, but they created a law that if your grandfather had been registered to vote, then you also could register to vote. So, of course, none of the slaves, because they had been brought over on boats from another country, uh, their grandfathers wouldn't have been registered to vote. So, that is where the term grandfathering came from. So, I discovered in looking it up that not only was it uh, gender-specific and therefore problematic, it's completely racist. Um, the horrible things we find out about our history are... Really, uh, quite terrifying. And the lengths that people will go to to exclude people. Um, anyway, uh, if you've come here for Dr. Who Chat, I've just talked about racism and misogyny for the last eight minutes. So, my apologies. Um, but, yeah, I... Oh man. I, speaking of grandfathers, so much talk of Wilf and no Wilf. Like, it was... It, I was very excited. I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to go and visit Wilf at the old people's home. This is great. And, of course, Donna spilled her coffee and ruined everything. Um, I can't wait for Wilf. So, obviously, we won't get Wilf next week if we're in the wild blue yonder where the trailer just it – just, it looks scary. And I know that Russell T. Davis has warned that there is some scary business going on in the second episode. Um, so, I am a little concerned because, uh, you know, I get frightened. I still get frightened at Genesis of the Daleks and that is a ropey old episode. <laughs> from the 70s where the Daleks bump into the furniture a lot and it's terrifying um yeah I'm I and I I have to say speaking of uh ropey old things in the show the Roth Warriors did look a little bit rubbery and I kind of liked that like I loved it and I loved that even though uh there was no need for it that their eyes lit up um because like in the comic book uh, that it's based on, because it, it's the fourth Doctor in the, the Star Beast comic, um, he thinks that one of their eyes is a light switch because it's glowing and he tries to turn it on. <laughs> Which is also echoed, I guess, in Donna sticking a finger in the meep's eye because <laughs> it looks so realistic. <laughs> By the way, how good does the meep look? Like good meep and evil meep. I loved both of the meeps. Um, like, and it was a, a puppet. Like if you watch the behind the scenes, it was a puppet that they just did some CGI on for the facial reaction. So the eyes were replaced and the mouth and that kind of thing for close-ups. But mainly it was a guy in a green suit operating a tiny puppet. Um, a bit like they did for, I'm guessing, the the demons in the Philip Pullman series in His Dark Materials, which is also produced by um, Bad Wolf Studios, who now produce Doctor Who in Cardiff. Uh, but yeah, I... Oh, my Lord. Uh, the Meep. Let's talk more about The Meep in the next episode because I really want to talk about Pat Mills and Dave Gibbons. All right, I'll see you next time. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.